And hello, everybody, and welcome to Documentation Not Included. It is 7 p.m. BST, and we're live on twitch.tv slash stream. This is our last show at 7 p.m. BST for the year, because clocks change this weekend, so we're no longer going to be on British summertime. So be aware of that for those of you who watch us live. For those of you who turn up to <laughs> school or work early... Do the yes. clocks go back? The clocks fall back in the fall and they spring forward in the spring. The and what this means that the clocks are going to go back an hour, which means, technically speaking, you get to sleep an hour longer, I think it is. I always Whereas get confused. In the spring, you have to wake up an hour earlier because the clocks have sprung forward. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, anyway, hello. It is time for episode 0 0.2, Milestone 1. I am Josie Howarth, and as always, I am joined by the, and I actually had to write this one out, <laughs> the VY Canis Majoris to my Ogle TR-122B, Chris Evok. Absolutely lost. No idea what any of that means. Biggest star in the entire known oh. universe to the tiniest star <laughs> in the entire known but universe. But that tiny star is still pretty big, though, I imagine, so... It's smaller than our sun. It's, like, smaller than, like, Mercury. Like, it's tiny. It's a it, tiny it, little it, red it's dwarf. It's still gigantic on a, you know, on a on a daily scale to us, though, isn't it? Mm, well, yes, most stars so. are bigger than... Anyway, so, yes, hello, Josie, and hello to everybody in chat. There is already some chat going on, and there's also some uh, some doubters in chat today as well. There are people who are thinking that we've messed up because we're on 0 0.2. Um, we we have not messed up, but we'll get no. on to that. We'll get on to that in a minute. Um, so, yes, every, hello, everyone in chat, and please do get involved with the show today if uh, you want anything that's relevant or even any questions you've got or any experiences you've had based on the podcast and anything that we've done uh, over the last year, um, please mention them. Get involved, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll move on to that in a minute. Um, I would like to very quickly apologise to our listeners for last week um, when we had Gordon on. We had a brilliant show. Um, I, we got a lot of information, and, and it was a, a very inspiring show, especially having Incredibly a good show. Especially uh, you know talking talking about uh, mental health and things like that. It was quite a good. Uh, good show in general, but um, we had some audio issues. We also had licensing issues with XSplit and all kinds of stuff. Everything just went wrong on the day. So we do apologize. We we hopefully are back to our normal good quality streaming. Yeah, yes. So we so we hope. Mm. Ah, okay. Before we go into our show, I, I have to again give credit to Chris for last week's show. Yes, I would have his guts for garters, and I still think that is an absolutely brilliant phrase if icebreaker questions were not included every week. And this week, I have a very simple icebreaker question for you. You have found a rainbow, and you are crossing the rainbow, and you get to the end of the rainbow. What do you find? Well, I was always taught that there was gold at the end of the rainbow, a big pot of gold and a leprechaun guarding it. <laughs> so I was told. Is that is that not not the case? It's it's what you want to find at the end of that rainbow, Chris. What I want to find. Do you want to find a leprechaun garden gold? I'd like to find. Right, if it's if it's that kind of question, I, I'd <laughs> like to find lifelong health. I'd like to find health for the rest of my life. You know, until the day that I drop dead, I want to be healthy. Me and my wife and my family and my friends. Huh. See, for me, I want to find an absolutely massive, massive, like, pile of animals that I can snuggle and hug forever and ever and ever and ever. And, and like, I want there to be, like, you know, constant puppy hugs and capybara rides and, and um, you know. Capybara rides? That's, oh, no. No, you're oh, cuddling. So in, not in, my, in my rainbow, they are, like, the size of elephants. Oh, okay, right. So, oh. yes, you can ride the capybaras. <laughs> but the thing is, right, I wouldn't choose that because I have that in my house anyway. Well, if if, a, if an animal isn't being cuddled, then something's wrong. We're ill, usually, if if an animal's not being cuddled. To me, I just, it's, I just want, like, every animal ever to just, like, be present and, like, all out there. Then I can walk by and slide into the, you know, this giant pile of just animals that are just there to be snuggled. I'll do. <sighs> I'll do. Yeah. Yes, so there's there's the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, so on to today's subject, Milestone 1. We have alluded to this a little bit, um, but yes. it is our one-year anniversary. 
we have been around for just over, I think one year and one week or something like that. Um, yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about what we've done. We're going to regale you with some, uh, well, not regale, remember the <laughs> right, wrong thing to say, but um, some of our listeners uh, in our Discord channel and have individually sent us uh, some messages, some some thanks, some kind of stories about what they've learned. Now, what we intend to do with this podcast is not necessarily um, always teach, but inspire and make people aware that the you know that they're of things our job is constantly learning yes we're always picking up new things and part of any developer's job or any architect you know software architect or or infrastructure person anybody who's involved in the in the software world or the uh, technical world, world is constantly bad. learning because it moves so bloody mm. quick for us we're all there's always new things to do and that's 90 percent of our job but what we've intended to do with this podcast from day one Josie and I um jo well Josie Patrick and I when we started um we we wanted to inspire people and we wanted to offload information we're not the kind of people that keep it to ourselves and we wanted to share that with the world so what we're going to do today is share a little well share a, a bit of thanks <laughs> sounds a bit a bit a bit hippie for me this to be fair, <laughs> but share a little bit of thanks and uh, and unshare share a few stories and talk about what we're going to do in the future as well coming yes. up because we have some we have some big and interesting things coming but we we're also you know being incredibly tight-lipped about it until later what we're going to do just because i happen to know some people like to skip through the podcast when they listen to it afterwards is we're not going to tell you when we're going to announce the special things. They're just going to be peppered throughout the entire show. Yep. But, you know, yes. So way, way back in the day, um, Chris and I, we've known each other for a while because he joined the podcast that I used to do for indie game development. And But then, you know, we started chatting on Twitter when I was, I think I was actually on my way back from my accountant. And um, we started talking and we're just talking about how we're devs and Chris is like, you know, I don't go out to do much. And I'm like, I don't either. And you're we're like, we should totally like have a place to just talk shop. And um, yeah, that kind of birth documentation not included. Kind of. It did. I said, <laughs> I said, and I, and I would, as again, um, people have probably noticed that Patrick isn't around anymore. And I do want to give props to Patrick. He, yes. you know, he, he was there at the beginning and he also... He was involved in that conversation and he you know he's helped us put the graphics together and he, he's done a fair bit of work as well um we haven't announced it but we have parted words with patrick he's he's not going to be coming back where we will be removing him from the website and stuff but we always do you know say thanks to him as well yeah he's really really busy and we as we've always said we respect the time that anyone wants to dedicate towards what we're doing so um, yeah so i've um I mean, we what, what was the date that we started this podcast? Oh my gosh, I even had this up because I was looking at, oh man, so of the course. The 13th or the 18th or something. Cause we, right, so let's explain, let's start with explaining the 0 0.2 to start well, off with. Well, our very first, first episode was our MVP, which was our test. And that was released on October 11th, 2018. And it was episode 0 0.1. So obviously, we actually had someone. <clears throat> Congratulations, GA Progman. Yes. Anything that is version zero point something is a direct reference to something involving the show itself, not necessarily a topic around it. But that was the very first time that uh, we were testing. But our first official official show was October 18th, 2019. Yeah, so it's it's a nearly um, we've nearly we've done it almost consecutive. I think we've probably missed one or we've two shows. A, we've we've had a couple skips for for a variety of reasons, either holidays, technicalities, or illness. But generally, um, we we try to be here every week, and we again will be intending to try and be here every week as well. We're not planning to change that schedule. We're still no. planning to do Thursday nights at the moment. There's at nothing the moment, to... although Chris is all like, man, all the networking events occur on Thursday night. And I'm like, well, maybe we should change it. Maybe no. we Well, the thing is, is it's, I do, I do, I don't, I, everyone I knows. Do, I do, Josie, Josie and I work at home. I go out and do networking as well. Um, I haven't done too much networking this year. Um, I've actually been quite busy with, with work anyway, so I've not had the need to necessarily go networking. However, it's not 
the it's it's not just about getting business networking. No. We've done a show on it before, and it's about getting yourself out there, learning new things, picking up new technologies. All there's always talks going on about new cloud technologies that I want to get involved in, new ways of working. You know, new there's even things like like um, new processes and that kind of thing that I don't necessarily know about. And having those little bits of information helped me. So I want to go and do some networking, but that, don't worry. We're not. I'm not going anywhere on Thursdays. I did mention it today in in Discord, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to go anywhere. <coughs> and, and I apologize. I am still recovering from something that has tickled the back of my throat, and I'm coughing like like a beast. So I do apologize. I will try to mute myself when I get there, but I'm not always quick enough because the tickle is a little bit strong. But um, yeah, for me, it's uh, the connection of learning and, you know, knowing that there's someone you can share knowledge with and also gain knowledge from. It's one of the biggest reasons why I love this show. We have you and I, Chris, and my husband and I were talking about this because um, he's like, you and Chris can do pretty much the same thing. You can do web-based applications, but you do completely different types. You're Absolutely. also both contractors, your companies are, but you do totally different things and yet the same exact thing at the same time. He's like, it's so interesting the way that you guys interact with each other because you don't always agree. And I'm like, yeah, obviously. He's perfect. I'm still learning. <laughs> but that that's a running joke that I don't think I'm, I'm ever not gonna going to let die. No, not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think that, that we do do we do do very similar things. You've always approached business a different way to me. I I came into business when I was very young and I ran my own software development business um from I think from the didn't run an official one until I was about 16, 17, but from about the age of 14, I was essentially self-employed and I was doing little odd jobs here and there for little pe you know, for people. Um, and then I got into kind of a more commercial thing of just churning out websites and e-commerce things. And then I kind of went permanent. And then I discovered contracting, which was kind of a world between permanent and, um, and kind of being self-employed. And now I've come full circle and I've now run my own kind of consultancy and I, I take clients on multiple clients at a time and kind of work with them. So it's a very different kind of thing to what you do because you do more kind of maintenance and hosting and creating websites for people. Well, I do. I do. That's, that's the weird thing. If you were to ask me exactly what I do, I'd say, well, with my right brain or my left brain, because I have clients tailored to both sides of my brain. So I have the left side of my brain completely handled by the sort of development, um, the production, that entire philosophy of, uh, I have an idea, how do I make this into a website, then how do I bank off of it? Like that entire process that tailors to that left side of my brain that is so logical. But then I have the right side of my brain where it's about the marketing, um, about uh, accomplishing the goals, project management, sort of outside the box, Crayola crayon kind of thinking in order to accomplish goals. So I have two different sides of my brain. So it's like, well, I cater to that. And that's, it's interesting because I was talking to someone last night. Interestingly enough, I went to go see another podcast. Now I'm not cheating on us. I just happened to <laughs> think they were awesome. Um, but I ran into uh, Gordon there, along with someone who I haven't had a chance to talk to in a while. And we were talking about what it means to go on your own, how you can tailor fit your sort of um, company to best suit yourself. And last week's show, for those of you who haven't had a chance to see it, last week's show with Gordon about imposter syndrome and uh, the development imposter or impersonating developer, I believe is what it was called, hit a really interesting point. And I'm just like, Wow, yeah. If you are constantly surrounded by people, you will judge yourself against them, which can make things like that really complicated. Or you can tailor fit a job to yourself and judge yourself perfectly harshly without any help from anyone else around you. But that's that's a whole topic for anything. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you and I, I we do different things. Your your left your left brain right brain thing is quite interesting. Is the left brain the technical brain? The right brain's the softer, very skills. creative, right. very creative side of things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I I I my I've always been very left brain then, very technical, very deep, kind of detail orientated. I think if I tell me if I'm wrong here about the descriptions we're seeing, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm no psychologist, but um, <laughs> but my more recent work and my more recent engagements with clients has been very 
very much right-brained, very much yes. thinking about people and processes and management and the business and the value and, you know, all of that kind of thing. It's it's more abstract. But at the same time, once you get those processes created, that tailors the left side of your brain because mm. it's about the logical workflow and things like that. So um, in a way, it's like saying, um, I want to design a website, Chris, and this website needs to be beautiful and it's got to keep people in. And once they get in, they don't ever want to leave. And I want to have moving graphics and video and I want to have all these fantastic things. And I want it to be this color and that color. There's your right side. Your left side goes, what's the functionality? What platform are you building it on? What is the actual intent of the site? Is it just to display the fact that you like colors or are you doing it to try to advertise something? Are you going to be collecting information? What information will you be collecting? What laws and regulations will you be under for that? How do we mitigate risk? Like that is the left side of the brain because it has not really anything to do with emotions so much as to do with what it takes to get to that point. Hmm. So it's one of the reasons why I absolutely love DNI. And I think DNI, our original goal, I think when we first started, it's like, we want to teach people and get them educated. And then we're like, but not everybody is where we're at. There are going to be people who are further than people who are just starting out. And there's more to being involved in the world of development and technology in general than just 10 go to 20. Yeah, you know? I think the the initial and I love intention. That we look at all of that. So the initial intention back back a year ago was, I mean, I'm, I said I'm a very different person from from what I was back then. Uh, even a year, you know, you can learn so much in a year, and just doing something like this and engaging with our audience and speaking to you and speaking to all the guests that we've had on has has changed me as a you know for the better in, in every way, shape, and form. It's made me more empathetic. It's made me more. Um, it's made me more le right brained. Right, right, Brent. It's made me understand <clears throat> much more than my world, my expertise. You know, the, the technical things that I do, the writing the code and the, the designing the, the, the software as a service solutions and so It's made me think way outside of that box. And it's got me so many more, uh, so much broader, so much broader pieces of work to do as well because of the way I presented myself when I've spoken to clients. They ask me different questions. I ask them different questions and we get into more interesting conversations. I think it's not just, right, we need a coder to do this anymore. It's right. We've got process problems here and we, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's different. It's very different. And I never thought I'd be that person. I never thought that I could become that person, more of a salesperson, more of a, you know, more of a, a and DNI is, is not directly but heavily influenced. It's not directly responsible, but it's heavily influenced into that. The questions we get asked, you know, during the show, the engagement yeah. we have from our audience and, and people, the, the challenges that we get in our Discord, it may not be the busiest Discord in the world, but there's some very intelligent stuff that goes on be. in there. Yeah, it, it, it's so weird. Like, I, I, I am in a Discord that never stops. Hmm. Like, I'm in a couple Discords that never stop, and I don't pay attention to them because it is just, this constant deluge of information coming my way. And I'm like, if I need some information from this, I'll go back and I'll do a search and I'll find if someone has made mention of, you know, insert thing here. Whereas in ours, because it, it goes quiet for a short period of time, and then out of nowhere, I get this little notification. I'm like, what's going on? And someone's like, well, I'm working on this project. Does someone understand how to make this interact with this? Or... <laughs> Or it's it's one of my favorites constantly sending us programming memes to mm. which I'm just sitting there going, oh my God, that's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. Some of them are way over my head, but a lot of them, I, I you know, I, well, I, do, that's, I do. That's the thing, you know, there is one thing, like if, if people who listen to us take anything away from this show, it's there's no way to know everything. Don't feel bad if you don't. This world changes so fast, and yet it still stays pretty much the same. It's the same thing in the security world as it is in the programming, as it is in the sysops. Yes, new technology may come out, new terms may come out, but in the end, it's all designed to one purpose, and that's solving a problem. Hmm. 
whatever that problem happens to be. And ev- everyone's and, scrabbling around to try and figure their way, their place in the world all the time. And Doesn't matter. Not, not everybody wants to be bleeding edge. No. You know. But- <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, I've um, I've learned, I've learned a lot, not just about myself, but about other people as well. And and it's, I think that's the the biggest value I've got from this is learning how to how to deal with and how to be better with other people. A lot of the time previously, I would be in my own little world and I'd be coding away and people are a bother. They're a distraction. Go away, leave me alone. What's the one thing all programmers hate? Mm. But that is, that's the thing. No longer am I that person. No longer am I the person that hates that, that someone who taps on the shoulder. Fair enough, I don't work in offices anymore. So maybe I've, maybe that's also contributed to it. But I don't think if I if I did now, I would be bothered by somebody coming to tap on my shoulder, even if I was deep in the throes of a really complicated problem. I'm more interested in what they've got to say and what I can do to help them now. See, it's interesting that you say that. Um, I recently have gone into an office, a multi-story office that has um, you know rack-mounted servers on site. Um, and has, you know, key fobs to get into all of the different parts of the thing and open floors and a glass window that has a display of all kinds of, you know, monitoring platforms and everything else like that that you can look into. Like, I've gone into one of these very recently, as a matter of fact. And after I left the building, my only thought was, dear God, I could never work in this environment. I I just could not do it. And it's not the people. It's not the people that does that. It's, you know, for me, I have a very, and this could do with the fact that for years now I've, I've done my own thing. So, you know, I've got my own patterns, I've got my own um, workflow and my own habits. But there is something almost disturbing about me trying to get something done and having people walking constantly back and forth behind me, whether they're making their way to get tea for me or not, or whether, you know, I know that if I just turn my chair just ever so slightly and throw my feet up on the corner of a, a box, because I have a specific stool for my feet underneath my desk, it's all about ergonomics. If I tried to do that, I might kick somebody and disrupt them or knock somebody else's cables off and destroy their, like, if, I feel. I think I would feel incredibly boxed in. I don't think I could do that. Weird, Not weird. on a nine to five. I think I'd go insane. It's weird you'd say that. I saw uh, yes. It could have been this morning or yesterday. Probably this morning. I think I looked out the window just as my wife was waking up, and I was saying hello, good morning to her. Um, I, I usually wake up a fair bit earlier, um, and I stood at the window just getting dressed, and uh, I, I opened the blinds. I looked out, and there's one of our neighbours walking down the street. Quite fast, obviously late for the bus or something, um, you know, almost running to the bus stop with a lanyard on. And and I just looked at that and I just thought, I just turned to my wife and I said, I am so happy. And I'm sorry if this isn't me feeling better than anybody else. I'm just so happy I'm not that person because I don't have to worry about getting to work on time and I still get my work done and do it, you know, productively and well. I, I I love that. And I, I have to, to throw this in here because um, I, I, GA program man or, or prog man, you, you have said that you like people messing with your name. So I'm going to just mess with your name as I go across this. So you're, you're to the, for this moment, you're Georgia prog man. Gaprogman. Or Gaproman. Um, because you may have the GB silent. Who knows? But has stated open offices are productivity killers. There are studies which prove it. Yeah, I think uh, I almost choked to death as I say that. I agree. With that. I we kind of we're kind of going it, off topic a little bit, but well, no, I, I'm so. actually going to use this to bring us back on topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the skill set that we're working toward. Um, but one of the things this show has done is it has allowed me to sort of see where people can be successful where I normally couldn't be. One of the worst things, and I, I'm so sorry that I missed last week's show, but one of the most uh, frustrating things for me at times is if I get myself stuck in the imposter syndrome spike, because, yeah, I suffer from that too, um, is sitting there going, well, I can't work like everybody else can, so obviously I don't shouldn't even belong to a team kind of a thing. you know. So that sort of is a really nasty 
nasty mental cycle to be in. But what I'm learning through this show is that it's not necessarily about that. There's so many, everyone sort of teaches and learns and does everything different. That, by the way, unfortunately, you did not fully explain on the podcast what the image looked like from the imposter syndrome show. No, we didn't. And I apologize for that. So for those of you who may have missed it, do hit up YouTube. Um, hey, we're, we're totally plugging our YouTube channel here. Yeah. If anyone likes, yeah, <laughs> just forget it. Forget about YouTube. Nobody goes on it. No, no <laughs> one. <laughs> but uh, no, it it was interesting to me because it it sh it the people who we have met through this, and of course, the people we've had on the show have been really eye opening to challenge my views of myself, which I love because it's not destructive. It's a very positive methodology because someone could turn around and go, yeah, you, you, you know, you suck. You can't be a part of a team like that. I'm like, no, it's the open floors that drive me crazy. I can't stand it. I want to be able to close the door and just put my head down and go to work. But yeah. So, so why we don't we, I'm going to say, why don't we talk about our listeners a little bit more? Why don't we go through some of the things that they've, uh, they've said, there's been a few things I said in discord today and you said that you've, uh, You've got some I've others. Some, have yeah, you I've compiled them, or should we just have a look through the Discord? And just I haven't compiled them on purpose. Um, I wanted to sort of organically do things because gosh knows when I'm going to choke. <laughs> okay, so um, well, I'll just read some of them. So we, um, mm -hmm. El Gordino, who was on the show last week, he has said um, very, very relevant to last week's show. But I just like to say, appearing on the podcast has helped me overcome parts of my imposter syndrome, which is you know, it's great. The, the more the thing is with that kind of thing is the more that you do things the more you realize that it's normal to feel, you know, feel like an imposter. Or it's normal to feel uh, like you're potentially not as good as the next person. However, go on, Josie. Well, I was going to say, the uh, last week's show was absolutely amazing. It hit me like right in the feels in so many different ways. That diagram though, that, that diagram like just completely sums up all of the things. So that's why I, I'm picking on you about not having described. Sorry. We, okay. I think we did it. We did an all right job. I'm sure, I'm sure you, we did. You, you did an all right job, yes, Chris, but it could have been better. We're, we're all about improving here. You weren't perfect, Chris. You, you've destroyed my version of you. What am I going to do? I can only try to redeem myself by remaining perfect for the rest of my life. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> okay, so um, another Discord uh, user who's actually again been on the show before. Most of the people in Discord have actually been on the show now, I think. There's only a few people in there that uh, that haven't. And you totally should come on to the show because in case you haven't noticed, what's the number one thing that Chris and I will tell you about what we do? You don't need to know everything to come on the show to talk about it. It's what interests you. What fascinates you? And then let's just get into a discussion about it. You're talking with two geeks here. Talking with two dorks who are very happy with what they do and are completely proud and are able to sit there and go, well, we don't know. Let's find out. And we don't know, but we will do our best to find out and... Or find people to yeah. like bring on to talk about things that you're interested in. And assimilate that information and make it relevant mm -hmm. to you know whatever we're trying to do or trying to achieve. And we won't. I won't implement things correctly the first time. Probably, probably not. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I am actually perfect, and and I do implement things right the first time. No, you, per see, you're perfect. <laughs> Everything else around you just fails. That's that's it. That's, yeah. that's what it comes. And that's down a good to. way to look at it, though. That's a good way to look at it in a way. You know, it's not about arrogance. It's about it's about not really worrying too much about what you've done. Because what I did yesterday has changed already. You know that I've thought about it. I've slept on it. I've improved it in my head. But I don't necessarily have time to go back and change everything I've ever done. You know, that document I put together, I wanted to format it a different way. But, you know, I, it, so what? It's done. It's delivered. It's finished. Move on. That The hard <laughs> part is letting go. Like, yes. that is the most difficult part of any project is that letting go. Whether you're letting go of the code or you're letting go of the team or what have you. It's it's hard. But, yes, yeah, so we've had Tasha our, from our chat, Sam who is our lead dev that we keep bringing in, who every time we bring on show seems to be higher up in the company, managing more and more people. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe we should just constantly like have this scheduled rotation to see how things go. And maybe by the time we come back, she'll be like president of the company. It's amazing. Maybe. maybe, yeah, maybe, I, I don't, maybe. You know, powered by the DNI stream. <laughs> Or, oh no! I wouldn't too. take. Certainly wouldn't take credit for no. it. She's doing everything. Oh. She's, she's, she's doing, doing it doing herself. All at all, but it just it just makes me smile. But um, she said it's got her to challenge her assumptions, and she's got to meet some lovely people as well. And I'm assuming I'm assuming she means the people in chat. You know, not us. It couldn't possibly. Yeah, she's known us. me for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and there was Volstrat, who earlier on today said in uh, Discord, DNI constantly makes me realize how much there is still to learn for me, and that's both frightening and exciting. That's a that's a that's quite a good feeling, to be fair. That's... Knowing that knowing that there are there is information out there. There's more information, and there's other ways to do things as well. Um, and being excited about it is it's very healthy, very healthy way to to look at things. I I tell you, um, no matter how bad I'm feeling, because you know I can get sick. It's one of the reasons why I tend to vanish. And it I bless Chris's cotton little socks for keeping things going when I'm really really sick, because I I have no control over some health concerns that I have. Um, but uh, seriously, just constantly seeing the things that I have learned and the things that you have learned, and then talking about how they've impacted our lives as well. I find myself uh, at times incredibly excited about learning new things. Mm. And then there are times where I find myself absolutely terrified. And there is only one reason why that terror exists. And it's why I love this show, because this show actually combats it. So one of the most difficult things in our fantastic world of technology, whether you're doing development or you're doing system administration, hardware, or whatever, it's making certain that you have the most up-to-date, accurate information to learn from and use that as your foundation for education. It's It can be very, very scary. There's nothing worse than going to YouTube or something and trying to do tutorial and they're using a framework that is six numbers behind the framework that is currently available. So you sit there and at least in my brain, I question, should I even bother with this one or am I wasting my time? Because am I going to learn a bad habit that's been removed in the latest framework? And by the time I get to that new framework, am I going to be completely confused because they expect me to know the previous frameworks? I like was... there's, there's, it's not just within that. It's also in things like firewalls and, you know, VPN and like, there's a whole bunch of all of that. It's fatigue, isn't it? It's fatigue. It it's learning fatigue, and yes, we oh all get my it. God, yes, I, I feel and that's it. That's when terror hits me. I, I feel it. I don't. I, I don't think I feel terror. I just sometimes feel, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I, I just can't. I've, I've learned. I've already read so I, much today. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could follow the sort of um, procrastination route, but the terror comes from the fact that it it feeds into the imposter syndrome of I need to know this because if I don't know this, I'm not good enough. Mm. or I don't have the knowledge I need to better represent my clients. Like one of the things that drives me as uh, a business owner is solving the problems of my clients. I, I get, for lack of a better term, total dopamine hits from it. Like when I hear a client of mine laugh or smile or simply go, my gosh, I can't believe that was amazing. Like I get that quite a bit with the clients that I work with because of the way we break the goals down so that it's easily digestible. <clears throat> For me, that is like, that is my drug of choice, as the case may be, is making certain I can satisfy my clients' needs and solve their problems. My fear is that by me not having a particular skill set or a particular bit of knowledge, that I am not doing the best job that I can for them. So I'm constantly wanting to eat information, but I'm always worried. And in today's day and age, you need to be critical of anything that you're learning. Be critical of us. Challenge mm. us, for goodness sakes, please. But, you know, you need to be able to challenge that information and then do the research and find the right thing. And then once you have said, yes, this is what I should be consuming to accomplish this knowledge learning goal, then you need to put the time aside and do the knowledge learning. 
but it's this, it's almost like this hodgepodge of, I need to know so I can be better for my clients. And yet. I was reading an RSC. I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before. I might have said it in Discord. I'm not sure. But I was reading an RFC on uh, on a particular security standard, uh, JWT tokenization. And um, mm -hmm. as I was reading it and as I was implementing it, I'd say within the course of a couple of days, you know, I was absorbing the RFC and, and figuring out how to how to roll this particular implementation of of this security method. Um, a new RFE, FC, FC was released that changed everything that that I had implemented, um, or changed the mechanisms that I needed to use rather to 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 implement it. So you can't keep up. You know, it's. I only just happened to notice that this new RSA. I wasn't on any kind of lists or anything. I just noticed a new link had appeared at the top of the document, which was a forwarding to the new the new RSA because the old RSA still existed and is still relevant for old implementations. So you, you can't. You can never be up to date. I. I think that's what scares me so much about not just myself. Like I can overcome my own fears to learn. I need to feed my brain. I need to absorb knowledge. I I thrive for the learning process. My fear is that those barriers to entry are almost insurmountable in some people's eyes because it can feel like they're fighting an uphill battle to gain knowledge or have a skill set that is practically practical something that they can practically apply to the job experience or if people want to take the route that we've taken, run their own company or, you know, the other side of consultancy, which is a different type of sort of freelancy consultancy than what you and I do. But like, I don't want people to be stopped from getting involved because things change so fast. It can be very terrifying. And terror is just the word of the day for me today. But that's actually been a really big inspiration behind something that we're going to be changing about our show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've uh, we we had a little discussion today um, about just a small one, just a small one about um, about what we wanted to. We had a discussion a few months ago, actually, about about what we wanted to do with the show going forward. Um, mm. We are going to keep this show, um, the, the the Thursday night show. We are still going to keep it very similar format, but we are going to change one little thing about it. One little thing, and instead of uh, and and we know that it's popular as well, so we might not be making the right decision here. But you tell us, tell us what you think. Well, we may have to have a show completely and utterly dedicated to it, like you know, once a quarter or something like that. Maybe we we'll do see. series series twelve or whatever, <laughs> and basic on this <laughs> version twelve. So at the end of our show, at the end of every one of our shows, we have a section called RTFM, and for mm -hmm. those of you who have. Uh, not, who do not know what the acronym stands for. It stands for, excuse the language, but read the fucking manual. And it's something that uh, developers, techies, infrastructure people will say to people out of, it's kind of a joke these days, but it used to be it's, said yes. very, you know, in frustration, read, read, read the manual, bugger off. You're asking me questions. That, actually, go and Google it. It's a, it's a passive aggressive way of, it, of kind of. It's, it's actually where documentation not included came from. Yes as a name because there's not always a manual to be read so what we're going to do with this section um instead of rtfm we are going to have a another a different section a whole new acronym yes a whole new acronym which our industry thrives upon and probably wouldn't exist if acronyms weren't a thing um we're going to call it uh bring your own manual yes that's right byom now, if I, get, if I get this Bring right, because I will say the wrong thing. I know what I'm like. Um, so the, the, the reason we want to change this is because we want to make it a little bit more positive, basically. Yeah. RTFM is about us having a whinge about something that we've done or we've experienced inside or outside of work. It doesn't really matter. A lot of the time we've noticed that it's difficult, especially for myself and Josie, because we're here every week, for us to come up with something that, that doesn't necessarily, you know, that, it doesn't productive. always involve, you know, clients. Yeah, and, and sometimes <laughs> we struggle to come up with something that doesn't directly involve something we've done in the last few days or the last week. So we're going to change it into a more positive thing. So bring your own manual. It is going to be, what have we learned this week? 
and it does go in more in line with the show and we will ask our guests to do this as well it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, about work again although we're probably going to focus it more around the yes. technologies um what have you learned this week what is yeah. the what is it could be even something you've learned within the show so hopefully um hopefully our listeners agree with that and are happy with that we do want your permission so please let us know if you if you like RTFM and you want us to keep it because we will keep it if uh, if you really really do like it if we get enough of a response or we might do just like the dev story you know we, yes. dev story is something that we also have as well you know and it could just be just tech stories at that point because then you know if you're involved in system administration or whatever you can throw us some crazy stories and we can read them and that could include your RTFMs indeed so, um, so yes I'm I'm. I'm, I, I'd rather have this as a kind of more positive, positive spin at the end of the episode. Hopefully, yes. uh, we'll give a little bit, give us a little bit more to give to the, you know, the audience. As yeah, well. and because you never know. I, Chris and I were talking about how much this show has impacted us. Not just, you know, hey, we've got to meet some really cool people and we get to spend time talking about something that we love, but it's also modified how we deal with our own companies. And how we deal with our clients, even in some cases, or how we look at structuring things. And it's it's had such an impact on us. We want to be able to make certain that other people have a chance to learn from what we have learned as well. We don't believe in that whole, my knowledge, I hoard, I dragon philosophy. Um, no, I mean, absolutely not. We want to share, but, but there is a whole nother reason behind BYOM. There is. BYOM is a little portal into something that we are starting next year. So come January, we will be adding to our fantastic stream a one week show and it will be on Sundays and it is literally BYOM, but it's not gonna be like our Thursday shows. You're not gonna be able to find it on YouTube it will pretty much be there for people who want to witness it live because Chris and I are going to use it to teach, share knowledge. When we first started knowledge. the podcast, one thing that we discussed <laughs> was um, creating more content on our YouTube channel. Now, neither mm -hmm. of us have time to do that. We're going to be entirely honest. One of the kind of tenets of DNI at the very beginning of the show was this must be fun for us. We must get something out of it um, personally, uh, and we also must be giving something to the community while we, you know, while we do it. If you're interested in our our kind of community guidelines, they are on our website. Um, sorry, it's not community guidelines. There was an, another community. That, that there's a term for it that, that we used and i can't remember the name of it but anyway there's a there's a list of kind of what we intend to do with the show our intent um on the on the website um and we still stick by that we may modify it ever so slightly just to kind of go in line with with recent discussions but this new show is about teaching we will be doing development we'll be doing possibly things like paired programming we'll be discussing things with uh, the audience we have done one uh, stream show previously we were kind of tr testing the water um and we got a, a fairly decent response on twitch live mm. um mm. and we're gonna we're just gonna basically at the moment we're just gonna focus on doing our website and yes. focusing on that for now but we will probably expand it out as we get more potentially requests or we get more ideas about uh, what we can do or we run out of things to do on the website which i'm sure will never happen to be fair no that is never ever going to happen there's always going to be something to do but it's it gives us a chance to um actually peel back deeper into areas that we have specialities in or knowledge in so that we can share this information so yes that'll be starting in the new year that'll be b-y-o-m and that'll be on sundays Yes, and it will be probably around about a three-hour stream. We have to keep these things constrained as well. We 
We have lives. We have lives. And as much as we we like to do the streams, we need to service those lives and, you know, keep keep (laughs) ourselves and other people in our lives happy. So We need to keep the CICD going with our real life and our work life and our hobbies. So CICD. Oh, wow. So that we will try and do that once a week. Um, It's not going to be as kind of structured and as uh, as no. um, po- possibly not as regular we'll see how things go we may even expand it out a little bit further but for now we may even wear pjs we haven't decided <laughs> yes. yet I'm because quite... it's a sunday I'm, I'm thinking we may need to do it like a pj kind of thing you know little... but we do want um specifically to focus on the community and people's engagement with us and yes. people asking us questions and even if we're in yeah. the middle of implementing a new controller in mvc or we're putting together a new component in angular or we're going through a new security feature that you know that, that needs to be enhanced or whatever. or whatever yeah we want people to ask questions not just about that but about process Anything. about why you know we're even going to be doing things like looking through the issue log that we've created on on github and keeping it up to date and explaining why we do it why do we commit our code in this particular fashion you know why you know, all of this kind of stuff and we'll Try and explain that. Use a visual Git client. Um, You don't always have to do command line. You do always have to do command line. Please ignore Josie. She should not be saying that out loud. He is completely (laughs) wrong. And while he is perfect in Chris's perfectionistic way, he is still wrong. Oh, everybody's turning up now. Everybody's turning up in chat. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying. Everyone's just go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. We're just about to close the show, guys. No, we're not. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. No, no, it's perfectly okay that they're late because they showed up to celebrate our birthday with us. Had to hoover the computer. What an excuse is that, eh? I don't know. Oh, don't pick on. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something completely uh, unrelated. But Solanco is someone who I have known for a very long time, and this is the poor woman who has had to hoover her computer. But I have known her for quite a while, and she is incredibly gifted in the creative right brain side of things. She can do uh, cosplay design. She can design stuffed animals. And uh, when I, I met her through, you know, old school Wildstar kind of a stuff. So I have a whole bunch of roused hour stuff from her. Um, but she recently sent me a picture today of a Toonberry from Final Fantasy that she's crafted for me. And I am like squeeing like a little girl because she is so talented. Maybe I should get her to do like DNI plushies. Oh, a giant pillow with like D. Oh, oh Salako. Uh, guess what? I'll, I'll be in touch with you, darling. <laughs> Forgot what we called our moth. What's our little moth called? Uh, that little thing there. Forgot what I we called can't him. Remember his- We'll have to go back through our notes. We have notes. It, for well, if if you We've look at the documented. the PNG, um, if you right click the PNG on our website, I think uh, there'll be it'll be called Matt the Moth or something. PNG. <laughs> I can't remember what Matt is a rubbish name for a moth, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just 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 a little bit, just a tiny little bit. But yes, so what we are going to do, uh, we want to thank absolutely every single one of you guys who has shown up either once or just listens to us in the future in the podcast, whether you reach out to us through Twitter or whether you hoard us in the closet while you listen to it while rocking from having a really bad day at work. Like, however, um, Matthias Mothicus, I'm, I'm sold. Done. Do. Oh my God. Chippy plushies of me. I would die. But I want to thank every single one of you because When we started this, it was a chance for Chris and I and Patrick as well at the time to have someone to talk shop with. And it's so nice to have others who have joined us. Honestly, you guys make what we do even more empowering. I learned so much from you all. It's Mm. great. And I I just have to thank you for it. So it's also nice. I think catharsis has got a lot to to, to answer for as well. Um, We all have experiences and it's all it's nice Mm. to know that other people have similar experiences or can sympathize or can can just relate in some way shape or form and yeah it's it's nice i i'm a social person i like to speak to people but i spend most of my time yeah but i spend most of my time in my house you know and i don't get out (laughs) that much so it's really appreciated that we do have uh, we do have listeners and people come back uh, on a a week-to-week basis and you know it's it's very very much appreciated Yeah, and there is absolutely no stupid question when it comes to development because not a single one of us can turn around and recite the things that they learned like 10 years ago. It doesn't work that way. It's an evolution of thought. I can still still create an ODBC um, 
ADO.net connection in classic ASP oh, off, the, wow. off the top of my head. Wow. I think I, think I but, can. But Chris, Chris, you're perfect. I'm not. No, mm. I said I think. <laughs> I, that's not perfection. Think would be I can. I absolutely can. Well, I, I guess we could <clears> use the use your, um, you know, active voice, not your passive voice. You don't think you will. That, you know, I all, won't because who that. wants to see any classic ASP again these days? Don't use classic ASP, by the way. Don't that that's it's a bad idea. Don't start there. Salaka <laughs> wants to know who's behind you in the portrait. Who is that portrait behind you? Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes above me. That is yeah. that is um Solid Snake, rather, not Solid Snake, it's Old Snake from uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Which if you've played the game I can't say anymore because it spoils the end. If I say everything, yeah. if you say anything, it spoils everything. <laughs> it's not not Solid Snake. It is um, Big Boss, rather not say Old Snake. Old Snake's from Four. God, call myself a, a Metal Gear Solid fan. It is Big Boss, rather. <laughs> snake, Snake, and that's uh, snake. and that's and that's Link from Zelda. Yes. Zelda: Link's Awakening, which is a recent game. I'm a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thank you so much, Drinking the Corp Vomit. That is just a great name for this season. It is, it is. Absolutely great name. But yes, so we have we have for our episode today our very first BYOM, mm -hmm. Bring Your Own Manual. And this is where we get to pick something that we have learned this week. Interesting fact, code-based thing, or dev-based thing, or sysadmin-based thing, or just something interesting, and we get to share it with the group. So Chris... What have you learned this week? Well, I, I, I've already prepared this because I, I, I kind of spoke to you about it earlier. Um, I learned this week, or relearned something this week. I haven't touched uh, any Angular code for quite a bit. Um, I've done little bits here and there, just modifies modifications and updates. Um, mm. But I haven't done any kind of hardcore stuff. I've went back to my company website. Because I need to make it statically generating. I need to do what I've done with the DNI website, which is um, use something yeah, called thanks. Angular Universal, which generates using Node and Express a static version of the website, serves it so it's SEO optimized for search engines. So Google can find it. Because if you currently search for my company on Google, you can't find it because it's not a statically generated website. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the middle of doing all of that and I'll have to update billions of packages and do a lot of security patches and all the standard maintenance things you have to do before you do any kind of development work. Um, and I started working on uh, my case study page. And my case study page is dynamically generated. So I store it in a JSON file and I pull the data back. And I spent, this is going to admit that I'm not perfect here. I spent an entire day, an entire day going around the houses, trying to work out how to do dynamic routing in Angular. Um, and it's not mm. easy. But then, I've, then I remembered, and I've done loads of work with them in the past, but something called root guards in Angular. And root guards are little pieces of code that you apply to a particular route, and you can say, for example, um, is the user logged in? Then they can access this route. Or, in this instance, does this case study exist in the JSON file? If it does, let them access this route, otherwise send them to a 404 page, that kind of thing. So I relearned that guards exist, and it suddenly just opened up a huge upside-down pyramid of information <laughs> in my head. I just suddenly I just remembered, just I remembered all of this stuff that I was like, oh my god, yes, I can do that. Oh, that solved the other problem that I've got with this other bit. Yeah, I haven't done the static generation yet because I've got waylaid, but this is the problem when you work on your own and you don't have a necessarily it's, have a project. It's to... cobbler's kids not having shoe syndrome. I, I will spend so much time working on things for my clients that my own stuff will just sort of fall by the wayside. And I'm just like, that's not cool. And then I'll go to put time in on, you know, my own stuff. And it's like, ah, but I need to do this other thing for my clients. And my client, like, it's just the nature of how it is when you are self you know, employed or your company is responsible for things. It's almost like we need to hire someone to do our own stuff that we do well, for other people. That's mm. the thing is that I'm only doing my own <laughs> website because I haven't got any client work right now. I've got little bits that's, here and that's there. That's the only time I can fit it in. Or yeah. if it's like at three o'clock in the morning and I can't think of anything else to do. Now, in my case, um, for me, I have one of the things that I end up helping some of my clients with are things like mail shots, mm -hmm. uh, which are part of marketing campaigns for, you know, in this particular case, for authors, for some of my clients. And um, 
there's a particular client of mine who wants a very specific stylized sort of, um, we'll say newsletter mail shot. And uh, I can get them to use things like MailChimp or SendGrid or, you know, these places that you can actually design what you want your little mail shot to look like. And you can do it in this beautiful little visual builder. And then you just add your text and then you apply the contact list and press. But no, they want something a little bit more in their hands. So I have been doing a bit more research on the HTML implementation and emails because HTML implementation and emails is not the same as HTML implementation for websites. Tables, like tables are the only way. Tables, yeah, divs, no, no, nope, nope, nope. And in my research, I have to give mad props to people. If people are not subscribed to deliciousbrains.com's um, you know, emails or a little newsletter, you totally need to be because some of the greatest stuff comes out of it. But there is this um, fantastic statement that uh, they make, because this is where I got some of the information. They say, you know, HTML and emails are still light years behind HTML that you might be using on a website. Instead of divs, tables are king. And this is a large part due to Microsoft Outlook using Microsoft Word rendering engine for displaying emails. So can you imagine? Trying to make a good layout that works in multiple different versions of Microsoft Word, as well as countless other email clients, I know I can't. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that comes from their, their recent blog. But my God, oh, just, just the whole implementation of trying to do a visually pleasing layout Ah, oh, such a pain. And such then there's your content ideas for your images and your, uh, should you embed it in the email or not? Because different oh, clients awesome. display them either as attachments or hide them, depending on how you how and, you put them in there. It's, it's awful. And in today's day and age, we live in, an, we live in a world where you cannot guarantee that someone is going to have a light-colored theme to their email client because they could be accessing it through a browser. They could be accessing it through Thunderbird. They could be accessing it through Mailbird. There's so many different clients out there that you can use access, you can't control it. And I bring this up because there's a transactional email that I get each month and I can never read the text because it's dark text mm -hmm. on a dark background because I prefer dark themes for absolutely everything. And no matter what they do, they can't quite fix it because there is no if, statement so to speak in the way the emails work and yet if you don't include images it can make branding bad but if you include images then they might not be loaded if you include any kind of coloring or spanning or anything it can totally throw off how it looks and your intent it could trigger anger and then you also have to keep in mind accessibility mm-hmm so many people forget that glorious, lovely word called accessibility when it comes to sort of the beautiful visual sides of email. So in my case, I the big thing I learned is that it's all Microsoft's fault. And I just, that just makes me snicker. Don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate Microsoft, although I also see them as the devil. But I see that for every company. Like, like even Linux. I love Linux, but they're still the devil. You know, like it just doesn't make a difference. There was a, <laughs> I think it might have been in our Discord. There was a, a very interesting uh, talk on Linux that I watched. I can't remember who posted. It might have been Sam that posted it, I think. Um, it was somebody was who... The, was it the one that I showed you where I was like, check this out because... You know, this guy is totally making trash talk on the Linux and Microsoft and how yeah. everything keeps buying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's very interesting. I, w I watched the whole thing. Very good. Very good talk. Yes. <clears throat> right. <laughs> See, this is why you need to be in our Discord, people. You do. You do, you do you indeed. Do? So there is there's quite a lot of uh, good information in there and, you know, occasional dinner time video that you can watch or it's all <laughs> usually development related as well. I don't think we not do. Always. We don't, not always, but most of the time it's development related in some way, shape, or form. Well, see, I want, I want to try and seduce the sysops our way because working with them is how we as DevOps can do some really cool things. So I want to bring in the hardware people and I want to bring in the people who are responsible for maintaining the AWS instances and like all of the other stuff. So I'm going to be working on that this year. <laughs> 
not just the devs this year. I want all of the tech world in here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that the more uh -huh. the more information you have, the better. You can do your job better if you understand other people's exactly. jobs. Exactly. And you can have someone make a comment and you go, oh, I didn't know that. Tell me mm. more. Yes. So that comes to the end of our very first BYOM. Hopefully it was informative. It wasn't as wonderful as, yes, I've recently fired a client. <laughs> And Chris yawns at he's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> All right, I, I thought you were talking to the audience. I was letting them respond. <laughs> yes, because we can hear them, Chris. Yes. Type to us. But yes, no, a massive, but basically at the end of our show is really what it comes down to, because we're running just a tiny, tiny bit late. But, you know, hey, we wanted to make certain we gave a massive thank you to all of you and just say, you know, happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, um, happy birthday, Josie. It's uh, it's been a hell of a first year. For being one year old, I feel quite mature. I, I still feel like I need to be put back in the oven to be baked a little bit longer, but we'll see. <laughs> I feel more mature than I was when I was zero, put it that way. Okay, yeah. I feel like there's, I mean, when we first started, you were like, I'm going to wear, you know, a tie. It's going to be all suit. Second episode. I think we didn't even make it to our third episode. I think it was like the second episode. You were just like PJs. Screw yeah, this. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I think I think Patrick had already dropped 56 F-bombs and God knows how many other words. That he... <laughs> so I thought, yes. well, it's not professional anymore, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. But yeah, thank you. We're at the end of our show. You guys are amazing. Um, you know, gosh, Laco, we've had uh, Voltscrack, we've had Orv Gordino, and Gaprogram, <laughs> which I'm just Gaprogram. trying to Gaprogram. <laughs> just throw out all, G, all of the things. It's G.A. Progman, it's got to be. We've had Tultepe, and, you know, we've had Aussie, and like, we've even had Drinking the Corp Vomit, which I think is, I think, one of the best names we've won across yet. Mm, yes, he has. Everybody there is uh, is a returning, uh, returning listener as well. It's always appreciated uh, people coming yes. back to see us. And to those of you who listen to us on the podcast, who usually send me little messages and hellos, the Nexus. This is me saying thank you so much for those really horrible programming memes in Discord, because it is Big. usually your fault, the Nexus. <laughs> so yes, um, coming to a close. You can join us in Discord. You can come onto our website, www.twitch. No, hang on. Uh, yes! www.dnistream.live. I thought I'd do it without trying to read the script for once, and it's all gone wrong already. Um, yeah, dnistream.live. You can find links to all of our podcast um, platforms. We're on almost every Discovery pl platform out there. Um, uh, links to our YouTube, links to our Fireside, uh, and everything else like that. You can use the contact form to get in touch with us if you want to be a guest on the show. Uh, we do have a few guests booked in at the moment, but there are always always gaps for people, so please do get involved if you would like to come on and talk about anything. If you've got anything specific that you'd like to talk about, please also include that in the email, and we'll do our best to, uh, to figure a subject out. Uh, or if you've got any dev stories, or you've got any of your own um, BYOMs that you want us to share with people, Please do get involved. I, I really think we should have Salako come on and we could discuss beards in the wild. That's fine. I mean, it's, it's, developers and beards seem to be a thing. There are no other beards, just mine. I don't know. My husband's got a pretty epic beard going on right uh, now. Mine's pretty trimmed at the moment, but I, I'm considering growing it out again. And Tultepe has like a heck of a beard too. But hey. to be fair, he is part moose. Yes. So, you know, that's a thing. Yes, and all that is left is for us here at Documentation Included to say thank you again. We will see you next week. Reminder, times are changing. The clocks are moving this weekend. Therefore, for some of you, we're going to be on an hour later. For some of you, we're going to be on an hour earlier. It's very weird. Depends on where you're in the world. But still, for us... It's going to be 7 p.m. UK time on twitch.tv slash DNI stream. So I still can't figure out if someone's going to be early for work or late for work if they turn up at the same time and they haven't considered the time change. They'll be early. They'll be early for work. Right, so that's not a problem then. Be early for work. Quite possibly. The clocks fall forward, spring forward, fall back. Now I'm confused. They fall back. 
They fall back, absolutely. They fall back. So we basically, what is 7 o'clock now will be 6 o'clock. Yeah. So... See, I, does it, right. That I can, means that it would, for us, it would be six o'clock, which I means design, then we have to wait for another hour. So yes, can, we would actually gain it. I can design and, and put together a complete SaaS solution with the most complicated business requirements known to man, but I cannot figure out what, how, t time confuses me. It always confuses me. There is, <clears throat> there is an absolutely brilliant uh, talk um, done by Ted Scott, or Tom Scott, Ted Scott, Tom Scott. Um, about why you do not mess with building your own time zone solution and you use prefab yep. ones. Moment.js um, for front end stuff and any just loads you, of back end ones. You, no touchies. No touchies mm -hmm. ever. Use somebody else's because it is an absolute nightmare. Saying that, I actually, when it comes to time travel, if I have to explain, um, like a t uh, we're watching an episode of Red Dwarf, one of the most recent Red Dwarfs, has a time travel element to it. Um, and I, my my wife just got totally confused with it and, and didn't. She said, "Well, what, doesn't that isn't that a paradox?" And I was I, I was like, "No." And I drew out a diagram as exactly who existed in what timeline and how the paradox and how the cor corrected itself and 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 it's like I can figure that out, but I just can't work out going back or forth. In, I still don't know. I still don't genuinely do not believe whatever you just said about it going forward or back. And and I know it goes back, but I don't know. right, let's move on. Let's close the show. <laughs> Wow. Oh, but yes, thank you so much, everyone. And Voltcraft wants to know, will I be early or late for the next episode? You know what? That depends on how well you've set your timer. Mm. Right. If he comes an hour late. That depends on where he's we've, located. We've fallen back. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. If false because in America right or now we're then... five hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we're going to be four hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time until their clocks change, at which point in time we go back to five hours and having that balance. So... See you next week, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everyone! <laughs>